Hello and welcome to Avoiding the Crowd. Next up, episode 18. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to, oh my God, episode 18 of Avoiding the Crowd, our podcast. My name is Tina Tassels. My co-host, Marlena Torres here. Hey, everyone. Um, wow, we Buenos made it to dias. episode 18. Buenos dias. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like, I'm zoned out. We already kind of connected on this, but I, I was very lazy this morning and also just forgetting what day it is and like <laughs> reminding myself I'm, I'm waking up to do something I really like and it's not I'm not waking up early to get to my job yet I'm like and I literally said the words Tina get out of bed if not for yourself for Marlena today and, you did and uh it's very Libra so yes. here I am. You're, you're always yes. you're always thinking about the other it's not all about you it ruins my life it's about the but um now I'm showered. I'm I'm like in my, um, like in my bedroom, and I'm sitting in a chair, but my feet are up on the bed. I'm like, I'm holding the microphone. Like I feel like I'm in a movie scene, like that stereotypical, like I don't know, like a stoner in the bedroom making a fake TV show. That's what I feel mm. like right now. But, but it's I'm not, not fake. stoned. This is very real. It's very real. This is real. Yeah, that um, too. You know, it's funny though because <laughs> it's. Um, there's so much water right now in the sky. There's so much cancer. And then Mars is in Pisces, which is so sleepy and dreamy and just like whatever. Mm. Um, yeah, because Mars is like how we're motivated. It's our drive. So in Pisces, it's like it's a mutable water sign. It's it's interesting. Like it's not that motivated. <laughs> so that makes like, sense. It's you can like, tell my boss, right? Yeah, you can. Or it's like <laughs> motivated towards like creative things or spiritual things, like otherworldly things. Um, yeah. And actually the sun, like the rising sign right now is Leo. So like we're all kind of lazy right now, I think. That is so freaking interesting. Yeah. I can't get over it. Yeah. The rising sign it is just where the sun is on the horizon, like right now. That's why it like changes every like hour and a half to two hours. That's why birth time is so important to know your chart to, to know because right. the rising sign is the beginning of your chart. So, yeah. Right. Very interesting. I mean, so that's the like, not even that stuff aside. So we kind of connected and I see you've been posting. So there's all kinds of things. Like, I think you said there's like all these eclipses happening We're now. We're in eclipse season. Yes. Oh, eclipse season. We've been in eclipse season for about for like a, a years week. or something. No, no. It's, it's uh, last a few weeks. <laughs> few years okay got it no i know i don't i watched one of your videos and it's something about like a two-year uh oh yeah i can explain that it's that's important mix everything up but yeah so today just so everybody is aware if you can't tell yet we're gonna do a dive into the universe um and get like an astro update because we've been talking about a lot of heavy stuff and we just wanted to like I wanted to check in and regroup and see like what's going on out there. And I'm already excited because the fact that you're like, everybody's a little lazy and creative. Mm -hmm. That's my dream. I want to be lazy and yeah. creative. And not all Pisces isn't always lazy. It's just 
Right. I, I mean, that's like such a, um, I actually hate the term lazy because I don't feel like anyone is actually lazy. I feel like people just no. have different motivations or they're like, mm-hmm. if they're lazy, it's because they're doing something that they're not really meant to be doing or, mm-hmm. um, you know, they need to change directions. Like I don't, I really don't believe in laziness. Um, and I think yeah, rest I, is I, really I, important, like super, super yeah. important. Um, but yeah, Pisces is just, their inclinations are more like, they're not really about this about earth like not not about earth like our culture and like this whole driven like go get him type a sort mm-hmm. of achievement um based <laughs> life um, and what's Pisces again is that like in february yeah i think it's, it's late february um oh, no. to late march um okay. yeah like february i think it might be february 21st to march 19th I don't know okay. the exact dates. I should, but I don't because I right. just That's pull up the software. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So like, but like Steve Jobs was a Pisces, I think. I'm pretty sure. And he obviously achieved a lot. Um, yeah. But he was also very creative um, to, you know, do that whole thing. There's a lot of really successful Pisces um, people, mm-hmm. but there's other stuff going on they're usually very creative like that's where they find their success is through seeing something like doing something in a way that's super intuitive and just like giving into mm-hmm. the process giving into their process or whatever um but anyway enough about pisces they tend to have really beautiful eyes whoa dreamy eyes yeah Ooh. Yeah. So interesting. So it's interesting. so interesting. What the hell? Like I'm trying to think it, of a famous Pisces like, right now. I don't know why I can't think of one. Well, no, at first I was gonna say uh he's not a famous Pisces, but to us he was famous when we were younger. But I was gonna say Warren, but he's Aquarius because that's the one right. Yeah, he's and he's very Aquarian. Like yeah. Warren is super Aquarian. He probably has an Aquarius moon too. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because I had a roommate in college who shared his actual birthday and year. And I remember mm-hmm. looking hers up and she had an Aquarius moon. Yeah. He was very, he was so, uh, <laughs> I mean, he was Warren. He's just different. Yeah. Like he did his own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I can't think of a, a Pisces. Ryan Corcoran is a Pisces. I'm trying to think, let me just Google famous oh, Pisces. Right. Um, yeah. And oh, R- yeah Ryan yeah. really has the Pisces eyes. He has really dreamy eyes. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Didn't he have best eyes in our yearbook? Famous Pisces. I, I Senior year. So. <laughs> Those crystal people who are not hey, Ryan. Lawrence are like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Who <laughs> gives a shit about yeah. these people? Okay, Rihanna, Drew Barrymore. Oh, Emily perfect. Hunt, um, okay. Seal. This um, is so yeah, crazy. Dakota Fanning. I don't know. Kristen Davis. Isn't she Sex in the City? Yeah. Um, okay. I don't Charlotte. know much about. I'm trying to look at like if so I interesting. have any real feel. I mean, also, side note, um, Seal, if you're listening. So I I don't know if I told you this, but I always have these like random people like looking at my stories. But it's probably like I don't know how these Instagram algorithms and things you can like set up to your account. So it auto. It's almost like it automatically like say. I latched onto you somehow in Instagram. So it's like, if you were to look at a story, I would show up as a viewer too. And I think that exists. I don't know how or who does it or whatever, but I will say seal has 
viewed two of my stories in the past two months. No way. Isn't that weird? James Vanderbeek is a Pisces. That's crazy. How did he find you? Sharon's I don't know. That's not like I don't know if it's real or not. And the thing is, he doesn't follow me. So if he came back twice, or rather, yeah, if he viewed twice, it means the second time he came back. I'm so confused. And somebody's probably laughing at me out there that works at Instagram or works at Facebook, whatever, and is like, oh, yeah, that shit happens all the time. I don't know how it happens, but I will say I screenshotted it because it made me feel good whether it's fake or not, <laughs> whether it's real or not. Wow. But yeah, feel if you're listening. <laughs> he is listening. Hard. He's got to be listening. I know, for um, sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. not, I don't Pisces. feel, I'm not a good celeb person, but I love, like, okay, Prince had a Pisces moon, and I feel like he's, he's a very good example of a Pisces moon person, because he was just so, like, he was just so interesting, he was always, like, talking yeah. about, like, he was a Jehovah's Witness, he was very spiritual, mm-hmm. he was into fasting, um, mm-hmm. which is another, like, not necessarily a Pisces thing, but they can be very ethereal, so it's, like, they're just okay. I, I mean not to sound like they're just kind of in there they can very easily be in their own universe it's like bigger Got than it. the one we are here which is why they have this tendency Aww. towards addiction like drew barrymore as a kid like she had all those problems and obviously that's right. not just because she was a pisces it's because of her environment of course and, right but that's, but that's part of astrology it's not that it's mm-hmm. making things happen it kind of explains like these situations mm-hmm. that we're born into you know what i mean like right absolutely like if you're a Sagittarius rising that indicates like your role in your family as a childhood you know what I mean or whatever your rising Mm -hmm. sign is it's and the moon sign is like your experience of how you were cared for it's like stuff that you're meant to experience to grow you know what I mean and it it can show like patterns so like with Pisces you know there can be addictive patterns if they have a really hard time dealing with reality because a lot of them do because they're so mm-hmm. like <laughs> they're, they're so because they are so creative and they are so easily like they're really tuned into people's emotions. Um, they're all they're often like the people I had one of Ali's classmates at the in Princeton one of her mom was a Pisces. And I like we talked a lot. She, she was a Pisces, but she was Aries rise and she was very fiery so she was like Mm -hmm. she was fun but I would always joke with her like every time I see you you ask me a question and it just like I start unleashing all my burdens on you like I'm so sorry like it's because you're a Pisces (laughs) you have to Uh, stop like you know cleanse your aura uh, she would talk about this shit all the time like she loved it because she was Pisces like where are your crystals like where are your you know your organite necklace or whatever um also, but, I love how nerdy this is. Where's your organite necklace? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's the get cutest it on. thing. Wear it. I love um, it. Um, yeah, actually, can I? I'm going to interject. I have a yeah. question, and maybe you don't know the answer, but Definitely I'm not. curious to know if, like, astrologers, if there's any practice out there where astrologers and therapists, mm. um, like, work together when it comes they to should. like. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I'm not a therapist. I wish I was. I wish I went to school for psychology. I know. But, um, like, uh, Carl Jung, that's how, I never know if it's Jung or Jung. I'm pretty sure it's Jung. Oh, yep. He Mm -hmm. was, he was very into astrology. 
And like, mm-hmm. there's this story, I don't know if it's true that like on his deathbed, he said that he was paying more attention to astrology than his, you know, oh my God. stuff. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I've, I've heard of people using it. And it depends how you use it because there's other, there's so many ways to use astrology. Like the person that I took a class with like 10 years ago, the way mm-hmm. he used it was very like the way I use it now, which is like archetypally, like understanding the stories behind the signs and what it means for the person. And now he's like gotten more into what's it's something that's come about more the past few years is ancient astrology, which is um, more predictive. And it's, it's very, it's different. It's similar, but it's different. Mm-hmm. Like, um, right. Chani Nicholas, I hope I'm saying her name right. I might not be saying her name right. She does more of like uh, the ancient astrology and she's very popular. She's really good and she's a great writer. She's on Instagram. Um, Is she the one because she does more of the ancient stuff? She could predict if I'm going to win the lottery. Should I call her? Probably. I mean, any astrologer (laughs) can predict things. I mean, there's so many different, like my astrology teacher does this thing. It's called like, uh, it's called horary. I might not be saying that right either. But he's Mm -hmm. like, he's like located, like he located a farmer's lost cow, like looking at a chart based on when it's crazy. I mean, that was, I mean, maybe it wasn't a cow. I'm pretty sure it was a cow. That sounds so weird. I know. But he like, it was one of his proudest moments with astrology because it's literally like someone asks you a question, you pull up the chart at the time they ask you the question and the chart gives you the answer. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? It's really like looking at a crystal ball. Like, it's not my thing. Oh, like, I don't want to do that. Right. Um, right. I feel like I would just find like the worst, like the worst possible outcome. I'd be like, <laughs> the drop a dead, pen you know? Oh, God. And then they found the cow alive, though. <laughs> and you're like, you never know. You just but, know. Yeah. I love this discussion, though. Every time we do things like this, and <laughs> It's almost like imagine the world actually worked in harmony as far as like astrologers, therapists, yeah. or like you know, like why I all these like old standards of like what's real, what's valid, I rather know. not what's valid and what is useful and what is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, well, there's there's very few things aside of like scientific studies. There are a lot of things that we can't prove to be true. Oh, yeah. To be true and useful. So it just gets on my fucking nerves that everybody can work together. I don't get it. This is very Libra of you. Um, but that's good. No, I agree. I I don't. There's nothing like I, I feel like, I mean, my personal feeling with astrology is I like to use it as a way to understand like what's happening right now and like how I can make the most of it. And also mm-hmm. as a way to judge, like, what side of the spectrum I'm on. Like, if I'm doing mm-hmm. really typical, annoying Taurus things, like I'm scared to spend mm-hmm. money or I want to eat an entire chocolate cake for dinner, um, I know that there's something a little off right now. What could it be? I don't know. Like, you can look at your <laughs> chart and you can kind of, like, feel it out. But I feel like right. there's nothing, like, there's always... Like with every, everything that can happen, any aspect you would look at in a chart, there's like a positive and negative. uh, Mm -hmm. I I mean, there are things that are just intense, you know, like if Pluto is like right next to your sun, that's intense. Like it's, it's going to feel, 
it could feel heavy and dark and stuff, but it's like, you can also use it to grow. But the thing is we, we were talking about eclipses and the reason why I like talking about eclipses is because it's, it's kind of like with all this stuff, I'm, I'm very like, you know, the moon's not making anything happen. Like chill out people. Like it's okay that Mercury's retrograde. This is just what it does. Like it's not making mm-hmm. you do things. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, I hate right. that drives me crazy. Probably cause I'm a Taurus, yeah. but whatever. Um, <laughs> But it's eclipses are kind of like, and this is what like I wrote about in my newsletter is with eclipses, it's kind of it can often be stuff that just seems to come out of nowhere, because it is sort of like where you're being pushed a little. Um, Mm. And it's, it's the thing is, is it's different for everybody, because depending on like, these eclipses, like this eclipse that happened yesterday, it may not Mm -hmm. have made any aspects to you in your birth chart, like we could actually look and see. But like, for me, it did. And right. so for me, I might be seeing bigger changes in someone who this eclipse didn't make any aspects for them. But mm-hmm. eclipses are kind of, they're, they're new moons and full moons. So like solar eclipses come with the new moons mm-hmm. and lunar eclipses happen with the full moon. And they're basically just like an amped up new or full moon. So um new moons typically Uh are like a time of beginning or initiation. I mean, it happens every month. So it's not, it's nothing major, but eclipses don't Mm -hmm. happen every month. Basically for like about two years, approximately, like there will be a series of eclipses and two signs that are opposites. So we've been having Mm -hmm. these eclipses since 2018 um, in Cancer and Capricorn. So we just had the last eclipse in that series yesterday in Cancer, and then we'll have the last eclipse in Capricorn on July 4th. So basically, hmm. everyone's been going through these shifts with these archetypes of Cancer and Capricorn, and Cancer rules that rules par- the parents, Cancer's mother, Capricorn's a father. And Cancer is really wow. about how we're nurtured, how we care for ourselves, how, you know, it's um, I mean, I, I think it's about love in a lot of ways because it's it's really sort mm-hmm. of like your experience of of your mother, cancer. Okay. I mean, you might not have any cancer in your chart, but everybody has a um, like a house that's ruled by cancer in their chart. So it's part of all of us. Just for some right. of us, it's more significant than others. Like mm-hmm. like for me, it's pretty significant because my ruling planet Venus is in Cancer. So it really okay, kind yeah. of affects like how Taurus is expressed, how I express Taurus. Um, uh, yeah. So, and Capricorn is very much about structure and um, limitation. And you can kind of think of Saturn as being kind of like the stern dad telling you like what you need to do, um, mm-hmm. you know, to make it in this world. It's not like, a, you know, cause you think of the mother as the one you go to and she holds you and you cry and the father is the one that's right. kind of like, this is what you got to do if you want to like, yeah, like grow up. Like this is what you got to do. This is what the world is like. <laughs> Let me break it down for you. Um, yes. <laughs> so um, yeah. So that's basically what we've been experiencing. So what I like, what I wrote about in my newsletter was, if you go back these two years and I'm listing the dates of the eclipses, like you can see if things happened around this time, even like a few weeks um, within. Mm-hmm those time frames and see like what the theme is for you. And a big thing for me was working at um, the Waldorf school with the early childhood. Like it was something I never would have thought I wanted to do, like working with two mm-hmm. four year olds. And yet it kind mm-hmm. of just like 
I felt like it kind of brought me back to myself. It's crazy. Like it was so, it was such an amazing experience. Like I feel like I, I learned to value things about myself that I thought were kind of like useless um, or like unimportant. Um, Even like things that's very basic as like the teacher I was assisting, I was, because when you're working with kids, it's like, you're always running at, like, there's never enough hands, you know? And I would always tell her, like, I'm sorry, I feel like I moved so slow. And, like, I'd be making the snack for the kids. And, like, we're changing diapers. It was, like, a thousand things happening at once. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I love that you move slow. Like, that's exactly what we need here. You know, it was, like, everything that kind of was natural to me that wow. I've, I've always kind of judged about myself um, mm-hmm. was exactly what was needed, like, in that environment. So I feel like it, and, and I feel like it, it's really the whole idea with the, with the early childhood was, um, I mean, what it is, is to sort of be like a home. It's, it's like home, like there's a kitchen, like it's, it's, you're at home. <laughs> it's, it's not mm-hmm. like a, like it's a classroom, but it's really just like an extension of home. Um, right, right. So it was sort of like, it was kind of like an ideal home life, which is very Cancerian and like implementing these ideas into my own home and like how I am with Allie which in a lot of ways I already did that before I even entered the school and that's why I like the school so much um right it just kind of it made me feel more whole quite honestly like I feel like I have like a new confidence in my ability to like be a mother and just like a that's amazing Yeah. And that's very Capricorn, like having this new structure, this new foundation, this confidence, like I can do this. I can like actually, because when I was taking Allie to kindergarten and I was looking Mm -hmm. for a kindergarten for her, I really felt like I had failed at like, (laughs) at a lot of things, like not just, um, I mean, that's kind of like dramatic to say, but I just felt like I couldn't. No, but I feel like a lot of moms, I mean, everybody experiences that, but moms, I feel like it's (laughs) always, you're always always fucking like exaggerated. Yeah. Yeah. And you take it so seriously, especially when it's just one kid, but then at the same time, if you have more than one, it's like, it's gotta be, uh, I don't know. But anyway, right now I've ruined 10 of them. Yeah. I just felt like (laughs) I I couldn't establish a community like I wanted to. We don't have like a good social life. Like we don't see enough people like so. It was this whole like kind of desperation to find a school that I was happy with. And I Mm -hmm. I found like I felt like fated to be at the school because the fact that we were even there was just so weird. It was like we were meant to be there. It didn't make any sense. But that's where we were. Yeah. And it was like family, like it felt like, like leaving it was like the hardest thing I've had to do in my adult life. It sucked, but it was just, it was so, um, it was just exactly what I needed. And then it was, when it was time for it to be done, it was very like, we've got to leave, like we're done here. And it like, as much as hard as it was, I knew like, and I remember telling the teacher that I worked with her for two years and she ended up being like one of my really close friends. Um, mm-hmm. like she was so supportive of me leaving because she's just like, it's really time, time for you, you know, like this is right. Almost There's like, like a next overdue. step. Yeah. It, it felt yeah. like sort of mm-hmm. this two year thing that happened with these eclipses mm-hmm. and it, just, yeah. it was all of these changes, like me working again, me going back to school, me like being a teacher mm-hmm. again. It was so like, I never would have ch- chosen that in a million years. But that's, yeah. that's, I mean, I wouldn't say in a million years, but it's just not something I would have actively been like, I want to go do this. It was sort of mm-hmm. brought to me. And, and that's what eclipses do. Like they just, they bring in these huge sweeping changes and it's, it's not an instant thing. Like it can feel really like, wow, this is happening. This is new. 
but it happens mm-hmm. over a series. There's like a six month window with eclipses. They say with the changes. Um, Got it. It's yeah. It's really interesting, but it's also like while there were these eclipses in um, in Cancer and Capricorn, we were also like moving into the like we were leaving eclipses from Aquarius and Leo. So we had some cancer, like it started in 2018. We were still having eclipses and other signs too. So there's always, there's always mm-hmm. change. It's never like this solid sort of in your face thing, but like, it's, right. I feel like when you reflect on it, like you see how much you've grown. And I just feel like the more you're committed to like, um, I don't know how else to say it, like committed to your own growth, like being like mm-hmm. living life the way you want to live your life. Like the more these play out in a good way not always an easy way but in a way that's like getting you where you want to go right yeah I feel like right (sighs) now there's like all these changes but at the same time I feel like I'm so glad that those two years were what they were because I feel like I'm in a place where I can make decisions like confidently and I don't feel like this desperation to have other people like raise my child for me or tell me what I need to do with my child or with myself you know like what's right for me and what's right for her Whereas back right. then I just felt like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I just desperately need someone to tell me what to do with her and with yeah. my life. It's like, I just felt kind of like a dumb kid. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I want someone so, to tell me what to do. Actually, I can, I can tell myself what to do. I can do that. But like, you. everybody can do that all day. And yeah. it's just kind of like, oh yeah, that's what I should do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it, it takes time. It and I agree. Time. I I don't think there's lazy people. I think everybody goes through this life at their own pace Mm -hmm. and they do things as they can Mm -hmm. and when they can. And, and even if it feels late to some people or lazy to some people, like when you look back, because that's what usually happens in this stupid life of ours (laughs) is that when we look back at things, we can, we take comfort in, in seeing the process as a bigger picture rather than when we're going through it, of course, because when you're in the thick of it, everything Mm -hmm. seems harder or it takes longer or what it feels like there's bigger roadblocks, whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's, it's like the hindsight is 2020 thing, but it's just, yeah, it's, uh, and I feel like people become forgiving. Like if somebody was sort of a, I don't want to use the word loser, but they were the stereotype of like no direction in their life. And then all of a sudden they come out in a, there's like, um, uh, like an outcome that is, um, average, uh, oh my God, what am I trying to say? Like somebody's life ends up in a way that's acceptable to the, to the average person, you know, which is so Mm -hmm. stupid anyway to say that, but if it comes out, if the outcome of this person's life is like, oh my God, I did, I would have never thought. And it's like, why though? Yeah. What, why do you need to see their life set up in a certain way to say that's where they're going to end up? So it's just, yeah. God, man, this is so, I love yes. listening to you talk about this stuff really? because it's oh, just good. like, yeah, it's just so cool. And I do love, I mean, anytime we're here to share our stories and that's what we tell, like, we can't tell people what to do, but I think it's so valuable to, for people to always be sharing their stories, um, because that's where you find points that are relatable and they're comforting and it makes people feel less alone. And we're all going through this life, whatever it is together. And, um, but yeah, the, 
personal growth that like I actually I think maybe this episode was sort of the most clarifying for me as far as how to talk about astrology because like Mm -hmm. everything we go through is like what's the best next next best step Mm -hmm. to help your personal growth yeah and you know I even think I don't even think you need astrology for that I think astrology is so helpful and it's helped me feel kind of like okay there is sort of like this plan that I can't quite figure out, even though I understand mm-hmm. astrology, like I can still look at a chart and be like, I don't like something can happen. and be like, I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't think this was going to happen. You know, mm-hmm. um, like even just with what's going on now with this, with Jupiter and Pluto being right next to each other and like where it is in my chart. And it's like aspecting my son, which is a really big deal. Like this doesn't happen often. And I'm like, what does this mean? Like I, I had this idea of something that I should be doing and now I'm not doing it. But it's like the thing that I am going right. to be doing makes more sense for me. <laughs> if mm-hmm. that makes, I mean, right. that's kind of being vague because I don't want to get into right. specifics and talk for another right, 10 right. minutes about myself. But right. I feel like for everybody, like what, like where Saturn, where Jupiter and Pluto are right now, like they're right next to each other and they're in Capricorn, like Pluto's in Capricorn forever. And that's where Saturn and um, Saturn was right next to Pluto at the beginning of the year with all this coronavirus stuff. And it's still Mm -hmm. like, we're still in the middle of this major restructuring that's kind of long-term. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's going to be happening for a long time. So depending on like where those planets are in your chart, that can help you see where you will be experiencing a lot of like transformation for lack of Mm -hmm. better words, just like feeling like you're seeing things that you didn't see before. Like racism is a perfect example. A lot of people never thought about this and now it's in your face. It's kind of like Mm -hmm. something dark and ugly that you're digging up and it's like, okay, now how do I, how do we heal this, cleanse this, whatever? How do we deal with it? How do we Mm -hmm. make things better moving forward so that this isn't the problem that it is right now? You know what I mean? So that's a good example. But it's like, depending on where that stuff is in your chart will tell you, like, this is what you can focus on in your own life. And it's, it's not always Mm -hmm. like, like a friend of mine was telling me, you know, not everybody needs to be an expert on everything. It's like now racism is, is everyone's talking about it. And it's like, right, everyone has an opinion. And that's, Mm -hmm. we're all entitled to our own opinion, but not everyone's an expert on it. But what you focus Mm -hmm. on in your own life can contribute to like, the global, the collective sort of healing right. of things. Um, right. And also just doing, you know, what you feel is natural for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. You, like, stop you projecting people. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> um, just kidding. Well, yeah, make yourself a better real. person. Then you could start worrying about everyone else and having exactly. your opinions about what everybody else should be doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, our, our, yeah. our time old theme. That's what we always come back to. What's Make yourself that? a better person. Like yeah. making, working on yourself as an individual is only going to help everyone else down the line, but that takes a lot of work and a lot of discipline. Like, and I say a lot of work and a lot of discipline because we have gone through so much of our lives not doing it. So now it does take your, it's a, maybe a little harder now, especially if you're older, like mm-hmm. your ever, your habits are so ingrained. So yeah, it's going to be a little more work, but like, that's okay. It's worth every, every, you know, percent of, of energy you put into it. So and it, was it might not even stupid. be like hard work. Like you have to put all this effort. You just have to like right. pay attention. Pay you attention. Know? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. And like, you know, trust yourself and trust what feels 
right for you. But also at Mm -hmm. the same time, like not being scared to push yourself where you need a little push. But sometimes I feel like so many people are constantly (laughs) pushing themselves to do something that they don't really want to do. And they don't even realize Mm -hmm. that they don't want to do it. They think it's because they're lazy or because, Uh I don't know, it could be anything. Just habits. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. It's, yeah, it's, that's why you need a reading. So you need to talk to me. Exactly. I can help you out. (laughs) I'm telling you, first of all, I want to do, I think, so I think a couple of my friends did the cosmic tune-up. I'm trying to think of what's available on the website, but I'm telling you people, I think I said it before, but it's like my favorite new gift to give to people. Um, And it's worth gifting yourself because it's just something. I also think like um, whether (laughs) this is a, not to get away from astrology, but like things like buying yourself a re a session with an astrologer or going to whatever it is. It's like a part of self-care, which we tend to convince ourselves not to spend money on. For some reason, mm-hmm. I will go buy stupid dresses and shoes that I don't fucking need. But somehow when it comes to doing something like this, it's like you convince yourself, oh, well, I don't really need it. And yeah. that's just like, so. I think people should go to your website, see all the different types of sessions you offer and treat themselves and maybe eventually treat others too, because it's just so interesting. And then what I'm going to do and selfishly, because this is our podcast is I can treat myself on the air. Yes, And we've talked about this before. I've never done like a romantic, I've never been one to like ask people about my romantic life and like what my personal life might look like. You should so start. maybe- yeah, maybe we'll, you're a Libra. we'll look at that. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely so we definitely should. We should have done that today. But we talked about the oh. eclipses and we talked about me instead. We should have talked about you. No, but I think that's very great. it's very Libra of you to want to talk about me before we talk about you. Yeah. See? It's the, the universe. Way, it's just the universe it's doing its thing. No. Working its, its magic. It. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, guess what? If we wrap it up now, this is kind of like a good length. It's even a little longer than we wanted I know. to do. I'm looking at the time and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with us? <laughs> I know. I know. Even, like, I don't even feel like we went off on any tangents today. <laughs> Nothing. Um, so that's good. We have more material for later. Um, what do we tell the people? Guys, email us. Send us a voicemail. <laughs> share like all that good stuff thanks for listening to us um get your sessions in with marlena because it would also be fun if somebody even if somebody we knew did a session with you and then we brought them on as a guest to talk about it that would that would be awesome or you can even voice message me if you have questions or voice message us if you have questions like you don't want Mm -hmm. a reading even though you should get one if you don't want one we could still talk about your questions you have on here oh my god that would be fun that would be fun yeah um so and no no question is too weird obviously we can talk about anything for like hours so whatever your question is we we can we can deliver so yeah (laughs) Great, great way to wrap up. Thanks again, everyone, for listening. Get <laughs> Thanks, yourself guys. a session with Marlena. Shoot us a snow. Um, like, subscribe, share. Yes. Order is supposed to be. And we will see you guys next week. 
or talk to you guys Bye, next guys. week. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Bye, guys.